Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Hour number three, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show here on the Tuesday edition of the program. We are joined now by another man who has dealt with the ridiculous uh, uh, spice, I don't know if that's the right word, of cancellation. Our guy, Alex Berenson. Alex, you saw what happened with us with YouTube. I bet this will also get flagged by YouTube because we are now all enemies of the state. How dare we? Uh, but I want to start, uh, first of all, thanks for joining us with this headline that just came out. Uh, the Wall Street Journal just put out a headline saying, and I'm reading directly from this headline, um, COVID deaths top 2,100 a day, highest in nearly a year. How is that possible? Uh, how is that possible? Well, there's a ton of Omicron around. Omicron. Yeah. And um, and some of those deaths are going to be sort of, you know, coincidental or, uh, or there's also some Delta left over, by the way, um, although not not very much. But there are, you know, there are people who've been lagging in the hospital who died. So there's some of that. Um, so some of those deaths are going to be, you know, just uh, essentially incidental deaths are going to be deaths with COVID. But and, and I do believe that Omicron is less dangerous than Delta. There, you know, there's evidence of that. But when you have a million new infections a day or more, which and we and we likely have a lot more than that, given that, um, you know, given that the the posted number seven hundred thousand and there's a lot of people who aren't getting tested, um, people are going to die, uh, even if this is less dangerous. And um, you know, it's interesting, right? Uh, months and months ago, I was I was saying to you. Uh, you know, we're not we're not through with this. Um, you know, all these people who said, oh, you know, there's, it's going to be over by the, the winter. I mean, you know, these people who believed in the efficacy of the vaccines have been calling for the end of this for a year and they've been completely wrong. And they're more wrong now relatively because the vaccines don't work at all against Omicron. And so um, so it so it's out there. 
and it's and it's killing people, and not just in the United States. I mean, this this lie that this is somehow uh, and that the United States is exceptional in this way is a lie. All over Europe, um, people are dying from Omicron, even though those are incredibly highly vaccinated countries, because the vaccines just don't work very well against Omicron. So, so Alex, we have from your Substack, and everyone should go check out Alex's book, Pandemia, which has been selling very well despite. All the uh, pressure on people, of course, to not support Alex's work. We, we recommend you do support it. Go get Pandemia. Alex, you put out on your Substack an urgent warning. The world's most mRNA vaccinated countries now have shockingly high COVID infection rates. Hospitalizations and deaths are rising fast, too. The mRNA experiment needs to stop immediately. Expand. Okay, so, you know, we've talked, we talked last month, right, in, in December about Omicron, and it looked like Omicron was very mild, right, based on the data out of South Africa. But South Africa isn't very heavily vaccinated, and something disturbing that should really concern us all is happening in these countries that have really high vaccination rates. And, there's, you know, there's a lot of them. There's Denmark, there's Australia, there's Israel, especially, especially notably, where basically the entire adult population has received two doses and most people have received three. Well, as I say on the Substack, the, the infection rates in Israel are, are unimaginably high right now. More people were infected with COVID in the last week in Israel than in the entire basically first year of the epidemic in all of 2020, before there were vaccines. It looks very, very much like vaccines have negative efficacy against Omicron. And what that means is people who've been vaccinated with two doses are more likely to be infected with it. How could that now, be possible, Alex? Can you explain, like, just even the- we're saying in the sure. theoretical, how could that be the case? Sure. It's entirely biologically plausible. The reason it's plausible is that the spike on Omicron is different than the spike on the original COVID, the original SARS-CoV-2. And the vaccines were optimized to help your body produce antibodies to the spike of SARS, of the original SARS-CoV-2. So what you have after being vaccinated is a mix of antibodies that don't exactly fit the, uh, the original or the, that don't exactly fit the spike, the, the Omicron spike as well. Okay, so that can mean two things. The less dangerous version of this is it just sort of hinders your overall response. And so, uh, so you're producing antibodies, and some of them work against the spike, and some don't. But the mix is not as optimal as it would be if you were just naturally infected and had no vaccination. Okay, so it takes your body longer, so you're more likely to get infected, and that, but ultimately you're going to clear it. The worst version of this is what's called antibody-dependent enhancement. And that means that the antibodies your body is producing actually hook onto the spike in a way that helps the spike invade your cells. Okay? That is the true terror. That would mean that you're more likely not just to get sick, but to get sicker if you've been vaccinated. And we know this can happen with vaccines because it has happened with other vaccines in the past, most notably a vaccine about dengue fever, and also many years ago, a vaccine for a virus that, was, that, that kids get a lot called RSV. So this can happen. Um, and what we don't know, and what I make clear in my, in my Substack post, um, you know, which came out yesterday, which a lot of people have been asking about, is we don't know yet that overall incidence of severe disease is worse in vaccinated people for Omicron. It's very complicated epidemiologically because so many people are getting it. And it's hard to sort out, you know, who's winding up in the hospital incidentally, 
who's actually getting sick from the disease, and then it takes you know a while for people to die, so it's complicated. But I would say at this point, I will go on the record saying it, it is abundantly clear that being vaccinated increases your risk of being infected with Omicron. And I think everybody knows this because everybody knows a, a ton of people who've been vaccinated and in some cases boosted and have gotten this in the last month. We all know this. All right. So, first of all, this is this is crazy. And obviously, we've been talking about this for months and you've been ahead of where the data is going to lead us. And you've also said, Alex, that trying to predict covid has made fools of us all at some point or another. So I'm asking you for a difficult uh, scenario here. But as we come up on the end of January, what we saw last year was an overall decline substantially of COVID as we moved into the summer before Delta came up and before Omicron came up. What do you foresee the next couple of months looking like based on the data from Europe and Israel and what you are seeing around the world in the United States as it pertains to COVID? Are we going to see a similar decline as we move into spring and summer as naturally occurs with these viruses? What does the next couple of months look like in your mind? I really do not know. The reason I don't know anymore is that it's also not clear whether being vaccinated is going to hinder the development of natural immunity post-infection. Okay, so if you're infected and you haven't been vaccinated, you develop a broad range of antibodies, not just to the spike, but to other parts of the coronavirus. It is not clear that people who are vaccinated and, inf- and then infected and then recover get the same broad protection. And so, and there's, and there's something else. There's another subvariant of Omicron out there. This has not really been well understood in the U.S., but it's clear in Europe. And, and I am hearing, okay, I don't know that this is true, and I need to, you know, we need to get data on this, that people who have been infected with Omicron, Omicron and recovered are, in some cases, getting reinfected very quickly, possibly with the other subvariant of Omicron. If that's true, then this thing is just going to go around and around and around. And I don't know what stops it because seasonality didn't stop it in Australia. Australia, it's summer there right now. They shouldn't have any cases. They have a, they had a tremendous number of cases last week. Then it, then it came down. In, in Denmark and Israel and France, the caseloads are off the charts right now. And again, it doesn't seem like it's as dangerous overall, but they're still seeing a lot of hospitalizations and deaths just because the number of cases is so high. So I don't really want to predict what the next few months are going to look like. What I said, and this is the most important part of this, is this experiment has to stop. It has to stop now. These vaccines have failed. They have failed. Okay. Look at the case numbers in the highly vaccinated countries. They have failed. And we need to stop vaccinating and boosting. And we need to figure out what we're going to do next. Because Alex, sorry to cut you off there, but when Joe Biden keeps saying we have a pandemic of the unvaccinated, is he totally clueless? It's clearly a lie at this point. Yeah. What is going on with that messaging at this point in your mind? I don't I don't I don't know. I don't actually care about the politics right now. I don't. This is more important than the politics, because because what's clear is in the very short term, if you. You know, after you get through with the two doses, you're temporarily protected. 
And then after you boost, you're temporarily protected again. But it's like a boomerang. Okay, the protection goes away, and now it's worse than just going away. It's clearly wrong-footing people in terms of their immune systems, in terms of the new variant. And fortunately, overall, Omicron seems less dangerous. But if another variant rolls around in the spring that's more dangerous and people are wrong-footed, it it will be catastrophic. And I don't know, and this is a question for virologists and immunologists, how long it will take to undo this, or even if, if it's even possible to undo it, okay? So, But what I know is that we need to stop making the same mistake. We need to stop giving people mRNA for a spike that doesn't even exist anymore. We have to stop. Alex, are you, when, when you run this by, as I'm sure you do, some of the epidemiologists and, uh, and particularly worthwhile MDs, people that, that work in this area and have real expertise, are they? I mean, you're, you. I've never heard you sound this level of concerned before about what you are finding out based on the data. Are some others sharing this with you? Is is this growing? Yeah, people, Go I mean, ahead. People are just shaking their heads. They just don't understand what. So the Israelis said we're not going to boost anymore a week ago, and then this morning they said they're going to, or at least that they're going to offer it to be. I'm talking about a second booster. Okay, everyone in Israel has already gotten a booster, and again, they have the worst infection rates that any country has ever seen this week. And now they think, I mean, I don't know what the, again, I don't know what the politics are. If the politics are, we're just going to kick this down the road another three months and hope that Pfizer gives us an Omicron-specific vaccine by the spring. But you know what? By the spring, there will probably be another variant. So when I talk to people who understand this and, and are looking at the data, they are just shaking their heads. And they know that the CDC is lying when it says that these vaccines offer really good protection against severe disease and death, they know it's an artifact. And I'll, and I'll keep saying this because I have to keep explaining it to people. You can't compare vaccinated and unvaccinated populations in countries where a lot of people are vaccinated because the only elderly people or, or a lot of elderly people who are not vaccinated are not being vaccinated, not because they're Trump voters, certainly not in a country like Denmark or Israel. They're just too old and sick to be vaccinated. So then they get COVID. They're at high risk of death. That's why you see these gaps. You have to look at the overall population totals. And when you do, again, you see off the charts levels of infections. And in a country like Denmark, you're now seeing a lot of hospitalizations in the vaccinated population. So, again, when I talk to people who understand this, and believe me, there are people out there who understand this or helping me understand it. None of us can figure out why, why push for another booster at this point. It doesn't make any sense. Or kids, which is even scarier, right, Alex? Like, I mean, because now there's a lot of people saying, hey, a five-year-old needs to get vaccinated. Right. Maybe, and maybe, you know, maybe, uh, Clay, you know, the politics are, we're just going to try to blame the unvaccinated. It'd be like, that's the only Democratic strategy left. Just like I'm going to say that, you know, the voting, you know, if you you vote not to have, you know, 24-7 election booths for six months before an election, you're Bull Connor. Maybe I'm just going to play the base and blame the unvaccinated. I don't know what the politics are. But I know that medically and scientifically, anybody looking at the data, these vaccines should be pulled from the market worldwide on the basis of efficacy. Forget side effects. Just look at the efficacy. They, they're not working right now. Alex, I'm just, how do we get the final data necessary to make this, this point that you're talking about here, that they don't work as well, even against it, the last holdout here has been against hospitalization and death. Why don't we have that data right now? Why don't we know whether it works against hospitalization and death in the U.S.? 
because the CDC isn't releasing the raw numbers. You can get raw numbers from, you know, the UK. You can get raw numbers from Israel. They won't release the numbers. They'll only release these adjusted rate ratios, which they claim make the vaccines, you know, show that the vaccines work. And again, I want to be clear. If you look back last year, there was evidence that they reduced infection for, you know, for a matter of months and they reduced severe disease and death because if you stop people from getting infected, among other things, you're definitely going to stop them from getting severe disease and death. That's, but this idea that there's this huge protection against severe disease and death, but no protection against infection. Look, you can spin a case for why that might be, but it doesn't really make that much sense biologically. Okay, especially because the vaccine's main impact is on antibodies, not on T cells, which is a whole different can, conversation. Can you so, come back? I want to ask you a couple of more questions, Alex. Do you have a couple more sure. minutes with us? All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll get to it. Alex Barron will be with us, author Pandemia. Black Rifle Coffee, that's what I'm drinking right now. It is a veteran-owned coffee company that serves premium coffee. It's what Clay and I are drinking every day. He loves their mocha cold brew. I'm drinking the CAF and the Just Black Roast out of my Keurig. It's fantastic. This is great coffee, folks, from great people who love America, freedom, and they want to bring it right to your door. Founded by combat veterans of the U.S. Special Forces, Black Rifle Coffee should become your coffee. Clay, how do our people get hooked up? Get hooked up right now by purchasing online at their easy-to-remember website name, BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use our names, Clay and Buck, at checkout to get 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com. Do it today. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons, One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. 
Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Alex Berenson, we got a quick segment here. I want to hit you with two quick questions, give you a chance to respond. Alex, based on your last segment, I, I don't know if you've watched Don't Look Up, the Netflix show about an asteroid coming to Earth. I feel like, even though that's a climate change allegory, that you are like the scientist here telling people, hey, these vaccines don't work. Do you feel like that? Second part of this COVID zero, still the policy in China. Wouldn't that theoretically make China maybe the most vulnerable country in the entire world to COVID? Um, so it's funny, right? Because don't look up. I mean, you know, those are all nice Hollywood lefties. They hate me. Yes. Right? They, they, yes. they try to get me banned from Twitter. They banned me from my Substack if they could. Um, it is ironic that they're the ones completely ignoring this i mean you know vaccine there's something about the word vaccine as i as i wrote in pandemia that has this magic um uh uh you know it has this magic effect on people um where they they don't look at the data if this had been called a you know a drug and it obviously works more like a drug it has a limited you know duration of effect um and then you have to get treated again it, it couldn't possibly pass fda muster so i i don't understand Again, I try not to think that much, and I certainly try not to, you know, head down these conspiracy rat holes about, about, you know, uh, Bill Gates or whatever. I don't understand what's happening. I, I think that, I think that, that, you know, there's some. It takes a little while in some cases to process the data. I think there's, there's, you know, there's hope that these vaccines have worked better than they than they have. But once you see the Israeli, you know, you once you see that the most vaccinated boosted country in the world. Is, had one percent of its population infected with Omicron in a, in a single day? Doesn't that you know? What do I what do I have to do? What does anybody have to do? The data is on the Substack, and you can go get it on the Israeli site. So I don't know what's going on. Um, as for China, no one knows what to make of what's happening in China. All we know is they have no COVID and they have no mRNA vaccine. Alex, Alex Berenson, nice. phenomenal stuff. Yeah. I mean, phenomenal. We'll break some of this down. In the meantime, Mike Lindell wants you to be able to save a ton. My slippers, 50% off with the promo code Clay and Buck. Make sure you can also check out their overstock sale. Includes deep discounts on select pillows, towels, sheets, and more for a limited time. All you need to do is go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials. 50% off my slippers all my pillow products 60 day money back guarantee i've been telling you how much my wife loves these buck wears them everywhere i've got them these my slippers are a joy to wear enter the promo code clay and buck or call 800-792-3269 to get hooked up today welcome back in clay travis buck sexton show i we're gonna unpack some more of that alex berenson interview which by the way Ain't going to be able to go up on YouTube if I were setting odds. I think I'm going to go cry in the corner right now. That was terrifying. (laughs) Alex has been, you and I have been having him on for a couple of years. 
And he is always hyper-rational, look at the logic, look at the data. And I feel like he is just screaming the data on the vaccines doesn't add up. And it's as if no one will pay attention. And it does make me wonder, Buck, and we'll talk about this a little bit to close the show, how much different would the media coverage of the COVID vaccine, the COVID shot, B, if Donald Trump was oh, still president. They, they would act like it was a scene from Mad Max, you know, beyond Thunderdome. But we'll get into that. Gordon Chang is with us now. He is the author of the great U.S.-China tech war. Go check out his Twitter. Follow him there. Gordon G. Chang is where you follow him. And he is an expert on all these matters. Gordon, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much, Buck and Clay. So, so Gordon, first off, we got a, a couple things here. Obviously, the Olympics coming up in China. Um, we want to talk about the Russia-Chinese relationship and how that may play into the Ukraine situation. But first, Clay asked Alex Berenson, just before you came on, about a COVID-0 policy in China. What, what We know that they're, that they're hiding stuff, lying about stuff, and it's a totalitarian state, right? We all, everyone listening to this gets that part of it. What do we know about how China is handling covid and what the reality is of what they're facing. Yeah, the zero COVID policy is really driving things. And that is basically no transmissions are acceptable. And that means that they put people in extraordinarily, extraordinary lockdowns. So, for instance, the people in Xi'an were not allowed to leave their apartments from December 27th to just a couple days ago, which means they couldn't go out and buy food. We have seen lockdowns at the ports in China, which is important because that's affecting um, the supply chain in the U.S. And there are these lockdowns in Beijing, um, which is extraordinarily sensitive because the Olympics are starting on February 4th if the disease doesn't get out of hand. And clearly it is getting out of hand because they can't control it around China. And they've got no vaccines which work, um, which are even less effective than ours. And so um, isolation is their only defense, and they are shutting down their country in order to stop the disease. And that seems like, Gordon, thanks for taking the time to join us. That seems like a really difficult policy to be embracing. Remember, Australia tried to do COVID zero, uh, and they just abandoned it as soon as they got the vaccine because they said COVID zero isn't sustainable long term. Omicron seems like it spreads so rapidly that it would be almost impossible, even in an authoritarian, top communist, totalitarian state like China, to even manage that. Uh, but so that's my thought. But I wanted to ask you this, Gordon. Does it seem incredibly strange to you, based on your expertise associated with China, that in within you know less than two years after China brings COVID, lies about it, and allows it to spread everywhere, that everybody would show up hat in hand China for the Beijing Winter Olympics. I can't get my mind wrapped around how the All-Star Game can get pulled out of Georgia over a voting rights bill that isn't even restrictive, and yet every democracy in the world is fine with showing up in China and bowing down to Chairman Z, given what's going on in China and what China has inflicted upon the world. Does that seem incongruous to you as well? Yes, it, it's absolutely incongruous. It, it's also um, a sign of feebleness of the West. Remember what Beijing did here, um, as you were referring to. They lied about contagiousness. They knew it was highly transmissible, but they told the world it was not. And while they were locking down Wuhan and other parts of China, they were pressuring other countries to accept passengers from China without travel restrictions and quarantines. Now, you put 
just those two things together. There are more. But you put just those two things together, and it means that China deliberately spread this disease. That means 5.5 million people outside of China who have died from this disease, just completely unnecessary. That means each of those deaths were a murder. That means, by the way, Clay, that if you look at Article 2 of the Genocide Convention of 1948, which China is a party, that this is a genocide. 5.5 million people killed. We're speaking to Gordon Chang, author of The Great U.S.-China Tech War and the Coming Collapse of China. His uh, Twitter handle is Gordon G. Chang. Follow him there for analysis on this. Gordon, right now the world stands on edge at some level, wondering if and when uh, there will be a Russian incursion into Ukraine. A lot of people are pointing out that the U.S. response to this could result in a shift in Russia, perhaps toward even warmer, closer relations with China. What should people know? I mean, just put this in a context for us. Putin and Xi, where do they have crossover? Where are they working together? And how concerned about this should we all be? China and Russia are effectively uh, an alliance, as they say. Um, they actually say that they're closer than allies. Um, what the problem here is that they've been coordinating their foreign policies for a little more than a decade. They've been exercising their militaries together since 2005. And in August of last year, um, for the first time, Russian troops were using Chinese weapons, which demonstrates interoperability. So we have to assume that these are not two separate countries, that we don't have one crisis in Taiwan and another crisis in Ukraine. We got one crisis, um, and it's being stage managed in Moscow and Beijing. Now, people say, Buck, that uh, long term, China and Russia can't form an enduring partnership. And I agree. But the point is, that's irrelevant, because in the here and now, these two powers are working together to destabilize the world, to redraw the map of the world with force. Gordon, we know, obviously, what Russia is potentially going to do in Ukraine. And obviously, that feels like a lesson that China could take based on what is going to happen with Taiwan. Do you believe that Chinese assault or occupation of Taiwan is going to happen in the next couple of years or even during the Biden administration? Or would you still say that's highly unlikely? I would say that it's unlikely. I wouldn't say highly unlikely. And there are a couple of reasons for that. One of them is that uh, for China to invade Taiwan, Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, would have to give some general or admiral almost complete control over the Chinese military. And that would make that flag officer the most powerful figure in China. And Xi Jinping is not about to do that. Also, the Chinese regime is extraordinarily casualty adverse. So uh, they're not going to accept hundreds of thousands of people killed. Unless, of course, and this is the point that we often forget, that there is an accident, that you have two planes come together, two ships come together, could be Chinese and Taiwanese, could be American and China. But the point is that the uh, possibility of an accident is high. The other background factor is that Xi Jinping has made the takeover of Taiwan a, a the critical test of legitimacy of the Communist Party. And we know that China has moved against its victims when the Americans and others have been distracted elsewhere. 1962, Cuban Missile Crisis, China invades India. Korean War, China invades Tibet and East Turkestan, which is now Xinjiang. So this is out of the Chinese playbook that while we're distracted someplace else, they go move on their enemies. So this is exceedingly um, volatile right now. 
Gordon Chang, author of the great U.S.-China tech war. Get your copy. Also follow him at Gordon G. Chang on Twitter. Go to GordonGChang.com for his latest analysis. Gordon, always appreciate it, sir. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much, Clay and Buck. Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free product which addresses joint pain, knee, hip, back, neck, and shoulder pain. Lots of people in this audience can relate to one or more of those sensations. It was created by doctors and based on scientific research. Relief Factor helps your body reduce pain and inflammation associated with aging, exercise, and everyday living. Relief Factor goes to the source of inflammation. Connie, living in Nevada, has had great success removing the everyday pain in her life and her husband's, too. Her exact words... I want to let you know what a wonderful uh, product Relief Factor is. I have back and hip issues, and the pain has continually gotten worse. Then I heard about Relief Factor, and I tried it. After two days, I could really feel like the pain was subsiding. The longer I take my three doses, I am feeling no pain. Clay, how do our people get hooked up? Well, hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. You can join the more than half a million people and order the three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com, 800-4-RELIEF, Relief Factor, feel the difference. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? 
For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash buck. Welcome back in. Final segment here of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. If I got to say, and we always tell you, please check out the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. But if you're listening on one of our wonderful 440 or 50 or so affiliates, um, you know, a great way to share what you heard with other people is through the podcast, because that Berenson interview, our three segment one. I mean, he is he is either the vanguard of vaccine truth in the face of just insane ruthless opposition or uh for the first time maybe he's uh, a little a little ahead of the skis I-, I gotta tell you has he been has he been wrong yet clay we've had him on the show he has not and what he's saying there i i don't even want to try to tell you what he said so much as i want you to go back and listen again and and share it with other people so they know what the concerns are here i mean clay we are seeing in real time the abject failure of the mitigation Fauciite program all across the board. But I, I, there's just no explanation now that they can give for some of the things that, were, that are happening. I mean, how he's just saying Israel has the most cases in one day it has ever had. The whole country is vaccinated. The, the whole data, the whole country is vaccinated and boosted effectively. And he said basically 1% of the Israeli population right now has COVID. So. If the vaccines and the boosters keep you from uh, getting severely ill from COVID, I hope that is true. But how would you explain the fact that, one, we in the United States right now today, as I read from the Wall Street Journal, are setting the highest number of deaths on average seven-day rolling since February of 21, so a yearly high and remember, in February of 21, almost no one yet, Buck, had received the COVID vaccine, right? It started to roll out at the very end of December, if I remember correctly, was like the first person to get the COVID vaccine. And by February, it was still relatively unavailable to the vast majority of people out there. So we now have equaled effectively the number past it going all the way back to February of 21 when there was no vaccine whatsoever widely distributed in the United States and certainly not need boosters and the data out of Israel and the data out of France and all these European countries, people are not asking. This is really what the media should do is ask hard questions like, hey, what's going on? Here are the facts. Why? No one's asking. The the problem is the only people who are in a position publicly in a mass media format to get truth for the most part, other than this show, very, very big radio show. You know, Tucker and other folks on Fox and other people out there with big podcasts, Joe Rogan, etc., other people that are making this case publicly, is that there's a complicity, Clay. I mean, CNN has been essentially a Fauci booster section for the last yes. two years, right? They're, they're not about to start asking real questions and be serious about any of this. And I think we also have to look at the very real possibility here 
that you have a garbage-in, garbage-out phenomenon right now when it comes to the data and the policy that follows. That's one part of it, as in the numbers about hospitalization, death, uh, unvaccinated, vaccinated, boosted, the age stratification. It's There's so many um, uh, loopholes and, and so many ways that that data is being collected incorrectly, whether somewhat on purpose or just because of bureaucratic inefficiency. So that's a big challenge. And then the other big challenge I think we have is, Clay, if the data is so slow, you know, if I'm an investor and I'm being told what the company's earnings were three quarters ago and being told I want to invest today, I'm never making sound decisions. Notice the lag we have with this data all the time. It's almost like they don't want people to find out the truth about what the numbers say when it comes to vaccination in this country until they've gotten to another round of shots so they can say, oh, well, don't worry, this time it'll work. Well, and also, Buck, that they're gambling on seasonality. I do think from a political calculation status, the Biden administration has to be gambling that what we saw last year, which is as we get into spring and summer, cases naturally decline because it's not cold and flu season. But what Alex Berenson said is Australia is seeing insane rates of Omicron infection. And remember, it's the summer there. So in theory, if we were going to see a significant impact based on seasonality, Australia is completely powering through. Now, maybe that's partly because they never had natural immunity because they tried to apply a COVID zero policy for so long. So maybe there's reason to believe we'll have more success in the spring and summer than Australia has. But that's ominous as well. You know what would be a number that if we could even just get a real estimate right now, I think would be mind-blowing i think it would be jaw-dropping for a lot of people what is if you add up all the different strains what is the percentage of the american people at this point that have at least gotten covid once and think about to know where we were you know they have no idea i mean you would have to think just just to put this in some context for everybody based on the serology testing done in new york city in june of 2020 alone by june of 2020 they pretty clearly had a, they had pretty good data to show 20% of the city had been infected. That was within a few months. It will now be, we're coming on now two years of this, folks. What do we really think the percentage of the country is? I know they say, oh, there's 40 million COVID cases, 50 million. That's what they test and catch. What percentage of the American people have actually gotten COVID despite all the masking and all the other crap we've been forced to do? I would guess, and it is a guess, I'm not even saying it's an estimated guess, we're going to find out that 70% plus the American people have gotten COVID at some point. Yeah, that would be the actual 70. estimate. I would go over at least once. I mean, you and I on this show twice. have each had it twice. <laughs> yeah. And we're relatively young and healthy in the grand scheme of things. Healthier right? before the pandemic, by the way. You used to be able to see my abs a little bit. Not anymore, Clay. It's gotten rough. <laughs> but if you and I have had it twice, and by the way, maybe we had it three times. Who knows? I mean, it's possible that one of us got the Delta variant and just didn't know because we had already had the Alpha version. And uh, I, w- I would bet a lot of money, for instance, in my household, my wife and I have both tested positive. I would bet that all three of my kids have COVID antibodies too, even though they've never had an illness that made us think, oh, they have COVID. Never had a fever, never had, like, we've been fortunate the last couple of years, never had any instance where we were like, oh, this feels like they've got COVID. We've got to hold them out of school for it. Um, Can I, also, I would bet they've all three had it. I want to, you know, Clay and I are always going back and forth off air too with thoughts and ideas for the show, which we hope, you know, brings a more rich experience we're on air because we're already thinking about it. We, we think about this stuff and talk about it all the time. Clay, here's a, here's a thought I have. You ever notice how the only mitigation measures that they will ever drop or say don't do 
are the ones that are not initially the Fauci approved. You know, they will. We saw this thing with Florida now with monoclonal antibodies. Looks like they're they're pulling the FDA authorization. We'll talk about this tomorrow. Monoclonal antibodies. Don't do that. They say hydroxychloroquine. Don't do that. Ivermectin. All these things. Meanwhile, all the things that they've tried and failed, they never are willing to drop. They're never willing to make it go away, no matter what it is. Well, and that's one of the big failures of American COVID policy, I think, in general, as the vaccine was such a focus that we didn't focus very much on therapeutics. Even now, for people who get sick, a lot of them don't even know how to go get legitimate treatment for it, because what they like to do, the blue checks say is, oh, you should have gotten vaccinated. It's too late now. How often do you see people tweeting I, about that? Well, how about how about some therapeutics? I, how about we focus on treating the ill? I just had a friend tell me his vaccinated uncle in the hospital looked like wasn't going to make it. Got monoclonal antibodies. Wasn't easy to do. He's fine now. Yeah. These are the kind of things, folks. Look, we got a lot to talk to you about tomorrow. We didn't get into Saki admitting BLM and crime and all that is a, is a big challenge for the White House. We'll talk about it. Stay around. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.